0: This is episode 136 for Tuesday, May 22nd, 2018, brought to you today from Arlington, Texas. Today we feature beers from all new DFW breweries. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Travis, and together with Chris, Powers, and Sawyer, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brewstyles. And welcome back to another episode of Brew Styles. I am your host Travis, and I am here with a lovely cast of characters. And I'll go ahead and start at one end of the table and work my way around. I'll start with Chris. Hello, Chris. Welcome.
1: Hola, cómo está.
0: Uh, what have you done beer related this week? Uh, I dry hopped my clone, my paleo clone. That's uh, about it. <laughs> I first heard that as you dry humped your clone and. Then I had to stop and think. Sounds intense. Dry hopped. Yeah.
1: The Clone Wars. Yeah. So uh, it's actually cold crashing right now. I was going to keg it this morning, so I'd be ready for uh, for some tasting today, but I didn't get to it, so that'll what, happen
0: tonight. What hop strain did you uh, dry hop it with?
1: Uh, All right, and moving on to Sawyer. I, <laughs> <laughs> I can look. Okay. Because <laughs> that recipe used several different... Um, hop strains oh it's not a not a solo hop no it was um, because it's the Sierra Nevada clone. yes and I know it has um,
0: cluster I would assume maybe cascade
1: uh, cascade that's what it is so pearl was my bittering hop and then um, I had two more hop additions during the boil of cascade and then dry hop with cascade
0: okay so yep that'd be good nice little pale ale yep good for summer drinking yep and we're here with Sawyer as well hey have you done anything beer related yes really oh my stop the presses! whoa this is this is breaking news <laughs> wow. folks
2: i drank an eight dollar beer i'm sorry an eight dollar Michelob ultra at the byron nelson whoa! <laughs> was it worth it yes that's an expensive mic. <laughs> yeah come to find out i also tried courtney got a bud light
1: lime and i tried that and i was like hey it's actually not terrible
3: Well, when you're out in the heat and all that, it's kind of refreshing.
1: You know, I went through a phase of Bud Light Lime in college. Hmm. It's not terrible. Because it was different, you know.
2: Yeah. It was light and refreshing.
1: Yeah.
3: Have you guys seen this new Bud Light Orange? Oh, God. It's out. No. No, I've seen it at Kroger. Yeah. I saw it at Walmart. it, It looks pretty much like the same concept as Bud Light Lime, only it's orange. So...
1: I also think Zima is back for good. Yeah, I, I've yeah. seen it. Because I've seen it in a lot of places. It's they had it in, back in the cooler at Total Wine when I was there this week. Oh dear. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm going to have to get me some of
0: that. I bet Courtney would love that. Get some Jolly Ranchers to go in there with <laughs> Yeah. Flashback to a better time. Where's Jolly Rancher? <laughs> and I'm here as well, and I haven't done anything beer-related, but this morning, since it was raining and nice and cool outside, I opened up the garage and worked on some tap handles. So that's all I did this week. Nice. I'll probably nice. brew next week because we got our uh, our English IPA competition coming up in about a month. So oh yeah, I need to brew too. I'm gonna mm-hmm. probably do that one next weekend. Nice. So and then I moved to the French side of the table. Oh my we're, gosh, <laughs> that's right, isn't it? <laughs> we are joined again by Jeremy. We. You might remember him from <laughs> such episodes as On Tap. Yeah. And. So what? What is it? The uh, the
4: bang uh, pound ability. <laughs> yeah it was a shining moment <laughs> yeah
0: welcome back jeremy thanks for joining us again yeah thanks for having me have you done anything
4: beer related uh you know the last thing the first thing actually and last thing was um trying your your ipa and your
0: english bitter that's right yeah you did come over to my oh. home brewery yesterday i did that how'd, was a lot of fun. how'd that bitter turn out it was fantastic oh it was delicious
4: okay especially when you let it just kind of sit in that texas sun just a tad hmm. and not drinking like straight out of the tap it's great yeah the english
1: right, beers well, for that. like to be drank a little bit on the warmer side yeah than, than ice cold mm-hmm.
0: yeah we had some uh, conversations about serving temperature yesterday yeah which was neat because he was asking about different styles and what temperature you should drink them at and and i was mentioning that in a London pub, you're going to walk in, you got a cask sitting on the bar served at room temperature. Yep. Just the the real ale. But of course, it's, you know, 60 degrees and cloudy in London, and it's not 95 and sunny like it is here. Mm-hmm. So you get a little bit of difference. But yeah, room temperature beer is a big thing. Hmm. Yep. That's how I drink my water. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and we're moving over to Powers. Welcome, hey, Powers.
3: What's going on? I, I'm just going to say I've had a busy week in beer yes <laughs> yes so we will start with how it starts <laughs> yeah right exactly um so uh moved all of my equipment up to mckinney as well as purchased an ice chest for fermentation because i'm sick and tired of worrying about fermentation temperatures so okay. i just decided to go ahead and do that buy a temperature controller and just leave it at my parents garage and keep going and just leave what, it there
1: what tip control did you buy
3: i ended up going with the inkbird uh seemed like it went got some decent amazon reviews hmm. and uh you know it, it was it was cost effective and and there weren't any like amazon reviews that really trashed it for any Is it single
1: stage or dual stage uh
3: single stage okay yeah and so do you know the difference wait is, is that for mm-hmm. heating and cooling yeah. yeah that would be dual stage, dual stage. then okay so it has two outlets? Yes. Cool. And so uh, two outlets, a temperature probe. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh it's, it's a pretty good setup. I was uh well, and so while I was up in McKinney yesterday, uh, you know, I set all that up, uh, set up the temperature controller and I was testing it out while I was brewing my English IPA for MavMash.
0: Oh, so he's already done his. Yeah. Well, I, I, I have to let mine
3: sit in bottles for a couple of weeks before I okay. bring it out, so I had to get a little bit of a head start on it. So I've got I got that done. That is fermenting now. Um, so I've got I've got that going. Hmm. My amber is going into bottles tonight. Uh, Suppose, supposing I feel good about bottling after you know our our fun filled episode today. <laughs> um and probably the most exciting thing that's happened for me in beer is one of my beers is done. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! And uh well, it's what y'all are drinking right now. It's my it's my wit beer that I brewed on the same day that Travis brewed is bitter. Uh it's the one that I had a little bit of uh, concerns about the fermentation, um but you know, right now uh you know, it's uh, well, I guess I should start off with the uh, with the name. It's called just just brew the damn beer. Okay, uh, is what I called it. I like it because uh, that's what Eddie eventually exclaimed in our text conversation after you know. where ago, you go, Eddie? Is it going Untapped? <laughs> after about yes. an hour of discussing computer programs, you are
1: not the only one to have used that
3: name for their beer. I've seen. I saw that when I was creating the name.
1: There's another uh, home brew. Um, called Frisky Brews, <laughs> where he has a New England IPA that has the same title.
0: Yes. Hmm. So I'm, make sure I'm actually you take the one from Red Polo Brewing. <laughs> Red Polo, yes. Um, well, I'm going to be sure to check into that. By the way, be sure to check us out on social media. We mm-hmm. have
5: Twitter. <laughs> Facebook. Everything. Facebook. Instagram. Everything. Instagram. We are everywhere.
0: And we definitely want to thank you for listening because you are listening to me talk right now. And we always appreciate our listeners. So thank you very much. If you enjoy it, then hit that subscribe button on wherever you enjoy your podcast from, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever. And we will keep this goodness coming to you every week. Yes. Powers, what is in our glass?
3: Um, it is a wit beer. It was uh, – I wasn't able to get a really good final gravity reading, so I don't really know my ABV. Okay. Uh, just because I was using a refractometer and it uh, – you know, alcohol doesn't really do well with refractometers. Uh had heard that there were calculators online, but in order for those to be effective, you need to have your bricks percentage from your original reading. I don't think we took a reading, and we didn't. We, yeah. we took we took the ten fifty gravity reading. That's right. So but we, we didn't initial, get bricks. Got
1: the OG. So well, there's I, a, there's a converter, yeah, for gravity to bricks. Oh, or okay. Brie, I think it is brie. Okay, I don't know. Well. The, the French side of the table would know. That sounds, like, that sounds like cheese. All the X's are over here.
0: Sounds like cheese. <laughs> yeah, right?
3: No. I don't have an X. So it's just a mess of vowels at the end. So this one is... Uh, stubby the, the stubby kit. The stubby kit, yeah. It is... Uh, Which one was it? The whitetail wit. White We
0: could probably guess it's somewhere around five, maybe yeah. a little under. It's
3: a little under. It's supposed to be around four point something, okay. um, like 4.6 or so. And let's see. The, the carbonation, I did... Cut a little bit of the corn sugar just up, just because I didn't want to, you know, have any of my bubbles bottles burst in case it was too much. Um, turns out that's not probably That's probably not going to be a problem. Go I on. felt like
2: it was going to be explosive, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: considering uh, the carbonation level on this beer is low. I'd say um, you get a little bit of a the first of taste is with your eyes. You get a little bit of a ring of head.
0: Around the edge, I got the bottom of the bottle, so mine's cloudy, which I'm okay with as a wit beer. It yeah, can be cloudy. It's hazy on the top too. So, yeah, yeah like we probably
1: should have up into these before orange. we poured them. Probably just because as a as a, light a yellow a wheat beer. Period. You mm-hmm. want the yeast right character. So
0: that makes sense. <clears throat> smells like a wit.
1: Yeah, Getting a little Obviously, bit of that Belgian. It's gonna be kind of fruity. Mm-hmm.
3: Getting a like, there there is coriander in there. I'm trying to, I, I can sense it a little bit on the on the nose. <clears throat> yeah,
0: orange peel, mm-hmm. it's coming through. Maybe a little bit of like bubble gum, but it's pretty faint if it's there.
1: Yeah,
3: it didn't it didn't come through too badly on this one.
1: I think the carbonation level is fine. Yeah. I could
3: even
0: use it a little more bubbly.
3: Yeah, that's what I was th- saying. I, I cut you know. the I cut the sugar just a tad, like a like point five ounces off on the five ounces of sugar that Stubby recommends. Mm-hmm. I probably could have gone with the whole five ounce package and been fine, um, but I, I, I for my first one I wanted to see what would happen if I did just cut a little bit. I wanted to be safe, safer than more sorry, uh, more safe than sorry by you know not overcarbonating this one. It seems like it's going to be fine to just go ahead and dump the whole five ounce pack of sugar in there from now on. Yeah. So
0: and it'll it'll keep carbonating for the next few weeks too. Oh yeah, that too. It's still still fairly young. Yes, but as it's a, a light beer, you're probably not going to put too many aside to cellar. No, this one this one's going to be a pretty quick drinker. And you know
1: what? This is easy. You know, yeah. Um, on the flavor, as you open them up and realize that the carbonation level is where you want it. Yeah. Put the rest of them in the fridge. Okay. So the yeast will go to sleep. Because they will, it will keep carbonating, you know, not indefinitely, but it will keep going. So right. once you're happy with the carb level, put them in the fridge so that the yeast go to sleep. Okay, that makes sense. The flavor,
3: getting a lot of the same as the aroma. Very light body on that. Fruity esters coming through. Mm-hmm. It's very tasty.
4: A tasty orange peel. I enjoy Maybe it. Maybe grapefruit. Maybe cucumber.
3: There was some Ooh. bitter orange peel that was thrown
1: in there at about five minutes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um... I call your first real beer a success. Yeah, yeah I, I like it. I'm happy with I it. I wouldn't count the fake Mister Beer kit.
3: No, this is this is what I kind of consider my first real beer. Um, just because, yeah, it's hop edition time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, th- that one was a little bit. Eh. Um, this one definitely uh, feels like my first real beer. Just because. You know, full five gallon batch and putting so much more into it um, as far as just, you know, going through the whole day, actually firing up the propane burner, doing the full boil. It mm-hmm. felt a little bit, it just felt different than the stovetop. And I'm kind of glad that I've decided to go through the, um, go straight to the fi- full five gallon boils just because of that. It just, it, it, it's a little bit just more fulfilling, I guess,
1: you sure. know. And I think um, you can get a more consistent product when you do a full boil. Yeah. If you do a partial boil, I think it, I don't know. I, I've I've never really been a fan of the partial boil because then you're just adding water and you're basically diluting your beer. That's that's where I was.
3: That's where my mind was at too when we were when I was thinking about what how I was going to handle my first few batches. I was just like, you know what? I just want to do the full boil and just yeah. go with it. You know, I mean, I I could completely understand uh, why people need to do the partial boil because this is this can be expensive. I have been lucky in the past. Month to have received a lot of uh, disposable income and be able to pour a little bit of money into this at once, just mm-hmm. because um, you know my, my my job's you know blessed me with a few really fortunate things, and uh, so i've I've been able I've been able to do that. Um, but you know, the partial boil is definitely more economical for anybody who just has a stovetop. Um, but yeah, I'm you know this is enjoyable i'm actually excited about the yeah. fact that i have 46 more of these at home
0: yeah man so <laughs> <laughs> yeah chill down like a good six pack all the time and you drink one day oh yeah drink two a day yeah because you or know you or got four other things <laughs> or other things in
3: bottles that are ready to go i was gonna it. say i've got i've got a i've got 96 bottles right now and <laughs> on the wall <laughs> you've been drinking uh, drink a lot of beer, of beer in <laughs> Lakewood lager is super easy <laughs> it's super easy to drink a six pack of that I gotta say um, but yeah I've got I've got all of my I've got enough bottles for two batches right now so um, cool. luckily I, I, I can plan for the English IPA to ferment for a little bit longer in case I need that time so yeah.
4: So what what is it? The uh the bang uh poundability. <laughs> it's
0: poundability, Jeremy. Poundability. <laughs> Thank you for the I got input. it now. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this is an easy drinker. It's it's a ten. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Ten yeah, folks yep. show. You could chug this and like the like since you mentioned that there's a less carbonation than what you had uh, originally planned for, then it's that doesn't get in the way. Mhm. It's not uh, not overly alcoholic, so that doesn't get in the way. No. There is a little bit of fruity esters, but that Makes it easy to drink too. Yeah, easy ten. Do we want to give a BJCP?
1: Rating? I want a pound. No powers. Do you want a, an honest, unbiased hey, BJCP rating on your first beer? Do, or yeah, exactly. I mean,
3: I'm going to be honest. Like, if you asked me five months ago, "Hey, you're going to brew your your first beer. What do you think your BJCP rating is going to be?" I would have told you it's probably going to be a twenty-five. So anything that you
0: say is going to be higher than that. I hope. <laughs> It's higher than twenty five. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah,
0: I I'd, I'd say low to mid thirties, probably. I was thinking thirty two <clears throat> because uh, I could use a little more carbonation, mm-hmm. and as it as it carbonates out, then it's going to get a little drier. So the mouthfeel change. Right now, it's a little a little slick. Yeah. Um, I am picking up a little bit of green apple, which is expected in a young beer. Okay. So that's that's something that disappears over time. Okay, uh, Acetaldehyde. acid aldehyde, acetaldehyde. I never acetaldehyde. acetaldehyde. I can spell it, but I can't say acetaldehyde. <laughs> so you just yeah. So, so it,
1: if you if you pull it off the yeast cake too early, mm-hmm. to try to get into a bottle, then you're going to get some green apple. So oh, okay, you know everybody says ferment for two weeks, just as kind of a baseline. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's done before that. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. But two weeks for fermentation is a pretty solid um, expectation. Right. Um, don't just go based on the Krausen
0: because it's still fermenting once right. the Krausen falls in. Okay. Um, this is the one that you mentioned that it fermented really quick because it got warmer yeah. in the apartment Yeah, than expected. Yeah. So,
1: you know, don't be afraid to go over there. You don't want to shake it vigorously. Like mm-hmm. when you first put the yeast in, shake it vigorously because they well, get yeah. that oxygen. Yeah. Once there's alcohol, you don't want a lot of oxygen in there, but right. you can kind of rouse the yeast cake from the bottom to kind of get them back into suspension, and that could kind of help let them okay. get back to work a little bit, kind of wake them back up. Just like rock it, maybe. Yeah, not just like... get a little bit to get the the stuff off the bottom. Okay. And you'll see that cloud kind of go yeah. back into the beer. All right. Um, you can do that to kind of help kickstart things again. Um, you yeah. can always repitch, but that's you a know, different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, talking about yeast... I could use a little bit more of the yeast esters and the yeast profile for especially for a belgian wit right um any kind of wheat beer whether it's belgian or german or whatever you want that yeast character to mm-hmm. be very present that is kind of the style yeah so but yeah mid low to mid 30s yeah.
0: solid as yeah. your first brew i say congratulations yeah that's, <laughs> for sure. that's good for a first beer for sure
3: i appreciate that guys
0: thank y'all yeah. So, so anyway. what a great new DFW brew to start off this episode with. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Exactly. Red Polo Brewing. There hey. You go. What
1: do you know? you to come with the logo.
3: Yeah. Well, I've got <laughs> I've I've got actually thoughts in mind and other thoughts in mind for. I'll just
0: I'll just keep you all in suspense. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fair enough. We got some other beers to try today, so we'll take a quick break and be right back. All right. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm glad you asked what was first because I mean, it's <laughs> whats is first?
1: What second? I'm not. I don't this know. This is the Deep Elm IPA, Chris. Yes. This is that the Deep Elm IPA along the lines of this topic. Deep Elm, they've been around a
3: while, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. They yeah it's a not
2: surprise. New. No, uh, this this first one's from Intrinsic Brewing Company, um, which they're more of a brew pub, actually. Yes, we'll get to that in a second. So this is the Intrinsic Hibiscus Wit. Uh, and it rings in at 7% ABV. Uh, so that'll be fun. We've got some heavy hitters today. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to die. I'm a drunk troll. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, yes. Anyways. So uh, it's actually uh, the Intrinsic Smokehouse Brewery and Barbecue Catering Company. Hmm. Uh, so a little bit about them, which is not much. Brew pub, it's a brew pub featuring a wide selection of house-made beers, draft sangria, and authentic Texas barbecue set in a historic building in downtown Garland, featuring local art, live music, family-style service, and a large dog-friendly patio. Nice. So that's the
3: about. Yeah. I've um. Let's see. When when I was at Revolver, uh, I was sitting next to an old lady with a walker who was drinking their mother's little fracker stout and I was drinking the sidewinder and she was calling me a wimp because I wasn't drinking manly beer or something <laughs> and I'm like you are 90 years old what all right but she was talking about intrinsic the entire time and yeah. the thing that she told me is that like they're, they're Brisket nachos or something oh. are super great.
2: That sounds delicious. And so
3: I've I've been wanting to take a trip out there, and it's pretty close to me.
0: but yeah. I've heard the food is really good. Well, so
2: maybe we can do a podcast out there sometime. It's within yeah.
0: walking distance from the Blue Line stop. Yeah. Oh, perfect. I've done that before.
2: Well, um, just a couple of small things. Um, an overall, it has an overall average rating of three point seven on Untapped. Uh, I've had this once at Blue Bonnet. Uh, I gave it a 3.25, and uh, let's see. Uh, my friend Robert Dees gave it a 4.0. I saw my first Randall at Blue <laughs> Bonnet last
0: in this past year. Was he cute? <laughs> which he actually
2: had it at Intrinsic, so mm-hmm. that's cool. And actually, um, the can says 7%, but untapped says 7.2% and 14 IBUs, so I'm not really sure which one's correct. Uh, let me see if it's on the website real quick. The website... Actually, Powers
1: oh, rated this the highest out of everyone. Spaghetti.
2: <laughs> 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 Actually, it is 7.2% according to Intrinsic's website. And they don't really have a huge about this beer kind of thing on their website, so they just list the beers that they have on tap currently. Cool. So. Welcome to the podcast, Intrinsic. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Uh, young and hungry
0: season four. They make barbecue, not spaghetti.
3: I gotta say, this isn't as... Hazy as I would expect a wit to be. It's it's cloudy, but it's not like.
2: I think I, don't know. I think it. I th- well, I bet it is hazy. I bet the
0: color makes it look cloudy. It's like a copper color. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot darker than your wit. Light white aroma. It came yes. from on tap and in, in a crowler. Yes. So still fairly fresh from the that that's, location it was purchased from. That's
3: going to be a pretty common story today, by the way. Oh God. <laughs> I
0: pick up the hibiscus right away. It's I do too. very
3: bright on the aroma. Yeah.
0: Because it has like that floral, um, like syrupy sweet note. And I remember we did a hibiscus beer for our, our Iron Mash beer several years ago. It was like a hibiscus Belgian Blonde. And uh, as Chris mentioned earlier off air that he noticed a few similarities between this beer and that one. And the, the smell is one thing that I would say is pretty similar. The hibiscus note. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
2: One thing I noticed right off the bat is the carbonation level. Uh, it's really not there. See, that might be due to the packaging, though. It could be, but, I mean, it did go when I opened it. So, I mean, there was carbonation. And it all just
0: disappeared in the air.
2: Yeah.
4: Those bubbles are moving
0: pretty
2: slow. That's actually correct. Good job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one, two, sit- one. Oh, oh. oh. Jeez. Oh, not like this. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the hibiscus is definitely coming through. Yeah. A
2: little bit of wit
0: character.
3: Yeah, you're getting a little bit more of that those esters, the
1: clove, I'd say. It's refreshingly watery. Yeah. But yeah, but almost
3: tart. I was about to say that 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 watery that wateriness is just kind of on the mouthfeel. Yeah. Um, You
2: know, the the tartness to me, I think, is coming from the alcohol. This Hmm. is
3: a high gravity. Yes. Wit. This
2: is (laughs) 7.2% on tap lies. It's not seven. Uh, Well, I'm just saying they wrote seven. Yeah. So I think that I think that comes from the alcohol. That that added tartness
1: Hmm. well hibiscus the the hibiscus flower i noticed the same thing in our hibiscus blonde that we did for um iron mash it was kind of tart so i think it's the hibiscus oh you're right (laughs) i think it's the hibiscus yeah it tastes like sweet tarts to me
2: yeah okay
1: yeah and that's and that's kind of what actually i remember the blonde being kind of like fruity pebbles almost Because it was fruity and sweet, but it still had a tartness to it. Yeah, but it's not like, um, like a sour tart like you would get from a a sour beer.
2: I feel like you could put Jolly Ranchers in this one as well.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can put Jolly Ranchers in anything. The results may vary. (laughs) I
2: feel like this would be that would be a good addition to this one. (laughs) Thank
1: you. Where's your Jolly Ranchers?
2: (laughs) <laughs> um. Other than
3: that hibiscus note I'm having trouble finding anything else to say about it Other than the fact that there's hibiscus and it's a wit Yeah, very coriander Yes There's a lot
2: of
0: that Very heavy on that
2: Yeah, this one's just okay It's not anything
1: noteworthy Going on with it
0: I bet this is one of their top sellers though Probably
1: Oh yeah, it's real approachable Yeah mm-hmm. And at 7%
0: it hides it well. I'm this not getting is, heat. Yeah. I get a little bit of warmth, but at the same time, that could be confused with the tartness. It's also getting kind of warm in this room. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm in here. Um, so, right. about the beer.
1: <laughs> I, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, poundability would be kind of tough, just because it is kind of sweet. Yeah. I'd probably say about six. <laughs> All right, pound a, pound a little bit rating on the super pills. I'm sorry, what? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that spicy hibiscus character that I'm getting brings it down for me as well. Probably not as far as a six. Probably a seven.
1: Yeah, seven. But I also can't chug wheat beers yeah had that exactly conversation several times before it's just we, the, the the thickness the body the the yeast and the sweetness of it just we, it doesn't sit in my stomach we, well we
3: should put a spreadsheet on the website that has a handicap <laughs> of styles for our pound abilities like you would have like wheat minus you know just plus one pound ability handicap yeah. you know <laughs>
4: I'd go with six as
0: well thanks Jay <laughs> I got you I think I'm along the same lines. I go with the six. Wait,
2: so we have three sixes now? Not in a row. The devil. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: God. I think we've got. Yeah, that, there's another drop.
2: I'm going to say seven.
1: All right. Fair. Sawyer and I are on the same team. Now, for BJCP, though, hmm. claiming hibiscus and wit, this would do fairly well, I think. Yes. What category
0: would you enter it as?
1: I mean, I would say wit and then claim the hibiscus. Because it's definitely got that wit character, for sure. Are you thinking like a spicer vegetable or something?
0: Probably, because hibiscus is not a part of the wit category.
1: Right, but if you claim it as an additional ingredient, I think
0: it could do well in either. Yeah, I think enter it as spicer vegetable, claiming the hibiscus, and the base beer as a Belgian wit, and you'd nail it. Easy. Easy. High 30s. Oh, yeah. 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 38, probably. Because everything comes through. I get both the wit character and the hibiscus character. It's pretty well balanced between the two. And all the other intangibles are very approachable. Yeah. I like this quite a bit. Carbonation could be higher. Mm-hmm. But that yeah, could I'm, be not on the fault of the brewery. Yeah. Going from keg to crawler to
1: glass. There's a degree of separation there. But anyway. All, all in all solid beer i think i'd recommend this brewery based on one beer yeah yeah i'm interested to see actually i would i would really like to get out there and try some of their barbecue and have some more of their beer and Mm -hmm. just make an afternoon of it i think Mm -hmm. that would be really a really cool trip (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: i gotta say like i'm never gonna be able to go to that place without thinking about that old woman calling me a
1: wimp and i'm just like
3: (laughs) are you serious
1: (laughs) anyway all right thanks sawyer for bringing that yep yeah what's next
0: it's time. Two
4: dollars are on my pants. <laughs> oh, yep. ow, ow God.
0: Look at it. <laughs> I may
1: have spilled a,
3: la- uh, a tad. What? All right. Well, I'm glad you asked, Chris. Because up next, we have from Thirsty Bro Brewing out in Royce City, Mobro. It's their um, East...
2: The Union Jack IPA?
3: No, oh, not sorry. quite. Sorry. Not quite. Uh, this is the Mobro IPA. Uh, they're calling it an East Coast IPA, ringing in at 6% ABV. Also, coming to us from a Crowler from On Tap because it was convenient for us. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about Thirsty Bro. Uh, they opened back in late 2016 from the looks of it. Uh, they have a tap room open Thursday through Sunday. So, uh, if you're ever going out towards Greenville on 30, um, You know, Royce City is kind of right there between Rockwall and Greenville so if you're looking to make a little bit of a day trip out of it, definitely go check them out Um, uh, Thirsty Bro Brewing Company is a family owned and operated is family owned and operated in historic downtown Royce City, Texas TBBC is not our hobby but it's our passion Uh, we take great pride in crafting unpretentious awesome beer using a variety of the finest hops grain blah 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 sorry um why well honestly we really believe in this beer brethren beer throughout history has pretty much been fueled humankind from the birth of agriculture oh my god can i not read
2: (laughs) someone's on the struggle bus today
3: anyway
4: hooked on phonics worked for me
3: thirsty bro this is this is me apologizing for you for screwing up your marketing opportunity on our podcast. This beer for you. Um, I encourage everyone to check out Thirsty Bro because they love beer. It's a historical pastime is what they're basically saying on their website. Come drink beer.
0: Now, I'm making a plan to come to go visit them after uh, or probably sometime over summer. Yeah. Because I want to drive out and go to Roy City to visit Thirsty Bro and also Hemisphere. Yes. which is right next to um, Wood Creek. I'm wearing their shirt right now. So those, those three would be easy to do, just like a, a circuit, mm-hmm. just one day. The only problem is it's like an hour and a half drive from here. Yeah, even from Richardson. And we should take 45 and minutes. on, be fun,
1: I think. Um, is Wood yeah. Creek the one that you went to when, the last time we went out to Tawakini? Uh
0: I went to Wood Creek coming back from Texarkana with my wife one time. And we stopped in there. It was really good. Because I remember that there, one of Tuwakini. our camping trips
1: out to Tawaconee, I went out there to surprise you guys because yes, I initially yes, yes. told you I couldn't be there. And when I got there, everybody
0: was gone. We went to, <laughs> we went to Cedar Creek. Okay. Down in Seven Points, I know points, some kind Texas. of wood. Ah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seven Points. But Wood Creek and Hemisphere are literally next door to each other.
1: Okay. Yeah, in, I uh, think that'd be a Rockwell. fun trip if we plan to do that yeah. one day. We, actually, we might even do a get two podcast recordings out of the way if we want to haul we the could, equipment uh, out there. We could also...
3: Well, if we wanted to carpool, well, I mean, if you guys wanted to park at my apartment, it's in Richardson. We can talk
1: about this later. This isn't like podcasting. Yeah, back to the beer. <laughs> However. <laughs> and we're back. That so really loud. Travis sure can cut
3: all that out. <laughs> Mobro IPA. It's in our glass. Let's take a look no! at it. It's hazy. It is. Dark it,
2: orange color. Dark orange. Uh Head the same color as the hibiscus. Yeah, I was about to
0: say, surprisingly similar to the first two woods we've had. I, well, I think the, the hibiscus had
1: more of a red tinge to it. This is, <laughs> this mean, is orange. Well, our,
0: mean, our homebrew version of hibiscus was very orange. Almost, mean, oh my God, it's pink. You mean <laughs>
1: not a red hue? Uh,
0: the head on this one's much more <laughs> persistent. Unusual hue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one, the carbonation comes through a little more... Surprisingly enough, as you opened the the crowler, it was, it was kind of a packed tight. There was no headspace in that thing at all.
2: You know I what knew. the uh, the aroma smells like? Oh,
1: boy, fish food. Oh my god, you are right. Right. Well, I get the Citra, in the aroma for sure. I like how he just breaks it down. <laughs> we're on fish food right now. <laughs> no, I am just saying. Well, initially, okay. As soon as we, when we were pouring it, when we weren't recording. Jeremy said that he he smelled cat pee. Oh, my God. Which I was like, well, that's Simcoe. Mm-hmm. This is not cat pee. Because I didn't say citra. Because usually I say citra as the cat pee hop, and then Travis always corrects me. No, it's Simcoe. So I said it r- so right the first time that it was Simcoe. But on, then what? Powers said that on the description it said citra and mosaic. Yes. Mm. So I don't get mosaic. I guess between I the two.
0: We do. Yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. I,
1: I get the mosaic yeah. for sure, but we all know how much I dislike mosaic. But anyway. All I get is fish Jeremy, food. just so you know how much words can lead people in a direction, mm-hmm. now all I get is cat pee, so thanks. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> it was yeah, heavy. Yeah, anyway,
3: I really liked it. <laughs> oh, <gross.
5: laughs>
4: it was really heavy in ammonia
1: when I first smelled it. Like now that super it is, yeah. heavy. Yeah, so now it's dissipated a little bit.
4: For sure, yeah.
1: I, I'm getting the citra very strong in the aroma, and the flavor is extremely bitter. And it's mosaic. pithy.
4: Is that another word for fish food? Aroma.
3: I I'd, I'd say that the aroma is pithy, as far as any citrus notes aroma
0: I'm getting. is. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I'm not pulling cat pee. I'm not getting any Simcoe notes. Yeah, it's but dissipated. But when we first opened I got the it, I sweaty notes I, yeah. of dankness, which yeah. I like as long as it's not that's weed. Very divisive. <laughs> oh, oh my god! God, yeah, that's god
2: after that, I was burping all day long, and it, it just tasted like hemp. Like it was gross. We had a hemp beer last week. Oh, Jeremy looked confused. <laughs> I was confused. And we well, ate a whole bunch of weed. You
3: haven't listened to the episode that we've totally released at this point.
2: I listened to part of it. Most expensive dinner yet. No, you
3: didn't, because we didn't release it. Yes, we have.
2: What? Anyway. <laughs> um, and, uh, hey, I have a question. Does cat pee sound appetizing to you?
3: <laughs> I had to clean my cat's litter no, box swear. yesterday. It
1: does not. <laughs> I have a feeling Travis absolutely loves this beer. Mm. Mm-mm.
0: Travis, oh. talk about it. It's not bad. The flavor is a little um, a little more subtle than the aroma. It's fish the aroma food. came through really strong. Yeah, I've never had a fish, so I don't know what fish food tastes like. So I can't speak to that. I've
2: never ate the fish food. I'm just saying, like it. I feel like this is what it would taste like.
0: You just crush it up
3: and you and you put your nose down and you just do a rail, do a rail. <laughs> you ever
2: smelled
0: a fish fart? <laughs> but as an East Coast IPA, okay. Because uh, there is a difference between East Coast and New England IPAs. Okay. Uh, East Coast is more has more of a British influence, so uh, you're going to have some like British grains. It's usually the thing base grains. Okay. So then, kinda, then you can kind of dirty. Yeah, but it's not an English IPA. It's usually like British grains, and then you toss in the American uh, American hops. So, with that being said, I do get some of the some of the English influence in the in the mm-hmm. bready, um, almost dirty, earthy notes that come through. The hops play a major role in this, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that comes through in the flavor, the aroma. Aftertaste does have a pretty dry finish. Uh, uh, dry and lingering. Yeah, and whereas a New England IPA is going to be very juicy, soft and pillowy, not necessarily uh, bitter, yeah. lingering on the finish. Right. Um, but... I think that they, they hit the nail on the head as far as the style is concerned. Some people like that. Some people don't. Ooh, IPA now, is very wait, divisive. I'm, getting,
1: a, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, Travis is a big mosaic head. So, Yeah. That's why I figured you really like this one. I am
2: I'm, I'm now getting mosaic on the very tail end. It's really bitter. I'm not really getting a whole lot of bitterness, though. That's the thing.
0: Like, See, I, I get... feel
2: like the mosaic is a kind of hiding. It's playing hide and go seek. Okay, on my tongue, I feel a little bit of bitterness. You know, when That's I'm... where you feel
1: bitterness. <laughs> for that I mean, in in the aroma, as I'm as I'm taking my drink, I get citra up front, and then I get a little citra on the palate at the very beginning, and then I just get bitterness after that.
2: So you're sniffing while drinking. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: But then the the mosaic just kind of sneaks in from behind, yeah. and and then you get sweat. And B.O.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's... Who is Bo? It's
3: a little tough on in that regard. The Mo Bro B.O. Bro beer.
2: Mo B.O. I mean, uh, once I get through the first glasses of of this beer, I'm okay with having another.
1: But at the beginning of this beer, no way. Mm-mm. It's not... Well, okay, so it's not nearly as bad as that Sir Dank a lot or whatever it was. Mr. Wiggles? Mr. Wiggles.
3: <laughs> Mr. Mr. <laughs> Wiggles. Mr. Wiggles. <laughs> I love the way you say that every time, like, Mr. Wiggles. I like Mr. My Wiggles. going to be named Sir a lot Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Write down right now. Is that is that Freezer Burn's new surname? Freezer Burn Dank-a-Lot?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like big hops and I cannot lie. <laughs> you <brothers> can't deny. <laughs> Drop. Anyway.
2: Wow. Um,
3: I think we can move on to numbers on this one, right? Yep.
2: Three. My palatability rating. <laughs> three. Uh, four.
3: I'm matching sample here for, yeah.
0: I'd say four point five. Yeah, I like a, IPAs. It's a pretty strong IPA. Well, I like IPAs too. Say so you don't like IPAs, or you do I'm, like IPAs. I love IPAs. Yeah. Well, so do I. I do Just, too. This Just is not my. This not is not my IPA style. Mm. Yeah, and it's a neat take on it, especially from a new brewery entering the market. You want to kind of make your mark and find your, your uh, niche in the thing. Uh, but there's, there's not too many East Coast IPAs in the DFW market. No, that's why I was kind of confused to see something labeled East Coast. I just, I just thought it was a cop-out on New England. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I think RAR does one with Storm Cloud. Mm. Oh, that's well, I right. that was do. in English, Is like it? a straight-up English. Oh. It could be. I, I think it is. It might be. It might be. Um, yeah. And then, you know, tossing in all the, like, really heavy American Americanized hops like Mosaic and Citra. It's an interesting mix. Stormcloud is English. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for
1: that, right. You're welcome. I thanks, think I, thanks for backing me up there. I'd do yep.
0: Poundability 5 on this one. <laughs> I could do a 5.
1: Now, for BJCP, though, I think entered as an IPA because there's not a category for regionals as far as that's concerned it but it would be
0: american ipa 21 yeah. a yeah
1: i think it would do fine i mean it hit all, it hits all the check boxes high 30s easy
0: yeah a little bit of hop derived astringency through the the bitterness on the end
1: yeah the finish is a little harsh for me um, that's the main thing holding me back on this one okay is, ugh yeah, it's kind of... It reminds me of when we ate hops. Like, it's just it. really oh, Jeremy harsh.
3: Jeremy, I want you to grab that cup right there. <laughs> oh, no. It was your gone. initiation. Yeah, right? <laughs> you
2: have to eat a hop. No, you don't have to, go don't go have to eat two, one. Not from <laughs> that cup. Yeah, not, don't eat that don't one. Don't eat that,
3: but smell but, it at least. Give it, a, give it a whiff.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go
3: that is uh that is what travis said was feet cheese oh god no don't do it
4: i'm not gonna eat it <laughs> i'm just trying to get my nose closer to it to wait no i'm sorry
3: you're there. trying to you okay. need to take your glasses off to get deeper
1: in there he's not
2: wearing glasses
1: so hops are supposed to be kept cold yeah. and those have been sitting out for well, eight have they, months have they turned brown
4: a little bit
1: yeah okay anyway yeah, they, don't no, they don't smell good no they don't smell good kind of but anyway so when I when I drink this it reminds me of when we ate the hops just because of that harsh bitterness on the on the back what back part of the tongue what, what kind of hop did you eat I don't remember hmm. some random thing we picked out of my fridge oh okay but anyway we have a lot Listen more beer back. to drink. Well, luckily we, episode
3: 15. <laughs> luckily, we will be revisiting Thirsty Bro later, yes. in the, later in the episode, so do not think that that's our last one from them. However, uh, we are going to, just in the interest of preserving our palates, move on to
1: another brewery. So, what's next? This is not the deep on my PA. Oh. So, uh, our next brewery is Hop and Sting. Hop and Sting. Which I don't think we've ever oh. had anything from them, at least on the podcast. I would never even heard of them
0: until this week. I confuse this with Guns <clears throat> and Oil, because mm. they're the only ones that have the ampersand in there.
2: Where is Guns and Oil located?
0: Houston, I think? Is that right? I don't know. They got the Maverick Lager, and we were excited yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah it, I'm going to
1: look that up. So this is Hop and Sting, which I believe
0: they are in Grapevine. <laughs> Okay, um, um, this might be a Tyler Brewery. Is it? Actually, now that I think about it. This Farmer's Branch. I'm I'm way off. Guns and Oil is okay. in Austin. It was Samsonite. I was way off.
1: <laughs> Guns and Oil is in Austin, Texas. Okay. I knew it was south of here, but anyway. So uh, Hop and Sting, so Farmer's Branch. Hop and Sting. Hop and Sting. Farmer's Hop. Branch. So on their website. Website. Says the name Hop and Sting pays homage to the tale of the frog and the scorpion. And the story. Yeah. <laughs> <Continue>. <laughs> in this story, both creatures stay true to their nature despite knowing the consequences could be dire while this story yeah. <laughs> while this story does not have a happy ending oh sorry I added that it says so happy ending much
3: for my happy. Ending. <laughs>
1: It says happy ending, but I just want to just, <laughs> Anyway, it poses an interesting question. Do we play it safe while denying what is in our hearts, or do we risk it all to do what's in our nature? We started Hop and Sting Brewing Company because brewing great beers are top priority. Our focus is on the quality of our beer and the experience it brings to the beer drinker. To do this, we are willing to risk it all. Why? It's our nature to brew. Uh, so they go on to talk about each of their brewers. Um, I guess the... I guess they're all co-owners, but the first person they listed, John Powell, has been brewing professionally in DFW, including uh, Grapevine Craft Brewery, Rar and Sons, and he's also a certified Cicerone. Oh, wow. Uh, Brian Burton um, was a marine biologist in Alaska, uh, and then he also started brewing at Grapevine Craft Brewery. Uh, He left Grapevine Craft Brewery to help start Hop and Sting. Hmm. Uh, he expanded his brewing knowledge by working with the brewers at Four Corners and Texas Ale Project. Then there's Lane Joseph. Um, he was a packing manager for GCB Grapevine. Grapevine, or, uh, Grapevine yeah. Something tells so me they all some... kind of worked together at Grapevine, and, and Grapevine had some issues. Yeah, like it sounds... they don't they don't distribute anymore. Yeah, they're actually, just, I think they're
2: back in stores now. Really, I think so. And not not on a huge scale, but yeah, I think they're back. Well, what I was going to
3: mm. say is like these three guys being from Grapevine. It's like what happened at Grapevine to cause you guys to leave that place. I mean, I, I mean, I know that there's always the allure, and this is probably it. There's the allure of starting your own business and going into and you know having your own brewery, which is nice. But you, know, you also
1: kind of think like. You know what was what was going on there? That well, and my my question would be: if you've got three people who left the same brewery to open up their own, yeah, there's got to be some kind of legality about recipes and it was huge and all of that. You know, collusion. They
3: also talk about like what's in their nature and like and like the conflict that they had. I wonder if there was some sort of like in like if the, if there was some sort of conflict that they approached at that. We're speculating wildly now,
1: and we probably shouldn't publicize this. I'm not going to...
0: responsible broadcasting right now. Yeah, but... So I just...
1: (laughs) There is something to be said, the fact that three of them were at Grapevine... Yes. ...and then left... Yeah. ...to start Hop and Sting. Um, So anyway, today we're drinking the Northeast Texas IPA. So we went from the East Coast to the Northeast Texas (laughs) IPA. Um, Anyway, the can says... Say if you're east of California, south of Ohio, west of Vermont where the hazy IPAs grow. We got a little place called Texas, where the IPAs grow on trees. Right there for the pickin', good buddy. Just as easy as one could please. We get asked if this IPA is West Coast, New England, or what have you. Regardless what you call it, it's a light bodied citrus IPA with modest bitterness and big juicy flavor and aroma. It's refreshing, can be enjoyed all day long, and brewed right here in Northeast Texas. No matter what you call it, it's easy to love. Rings in at 6.9% ABV, 70 IBUs. I have a twist to this plot. I don't know. Do you y'all I, remember Zenga?
2: Oh, no. <laughs> that has nothing to do with this. No, that, that's not even what I was going to say. Um, this may have already been mentioned just because I was looking for this information, but Hop and Sting beer, I brewed at Grapevinecraft Brewery.
3: Okay, so it, it's really? amicable.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at a post on the Grapevine, Cra- Grapevine Craft Brewery's Facebook page, and uh, Hopp and Sting posted it, and Grapevine shared it. It says, uh, Dixon is coming back to work, and so are we. We just received our permit to start brewing Hopp and Sting beers at Grapevine Craft Brewery. Interesting. Well, it's not the first place
1: that has used another well, brewery's yeah, equipment. But at, so, but
3: at least it's. It, it seems like then it was amicable in the sense that Grapevine's willing to let these guys right. u-
1: still use their equipment. Yeah. So that's nice. So how or, recent was that post? Oh, that was April of this year. Uh April It's the first 20,
2: time I've seen A- it. Yeah, April cans. 25th. Now, here's the way I kind of think about this, and this
1: may be true or not, I don't know. What if what if Grapevine is just rebranding? No. Yeah, because they've, they've already got a name for themselves, the Grapevine. Because they make some good beer.
2: Yeah, but look who's in stores. Uh, where'd you get this? Total Wine? Yeah. Yeah, look who's in stores and who isn't. If, if Grapevine's not in stores, like, I might be wrong. Maybe this is Grapevine brewing the beer and going, this is us now. Eh, I
1: don't but know. they're keeping I, both names. It would Because when I looked up this brewery, it said the only thing I could find was a... "Quote unquote press release of sorts, where it said that they were going to open their doors and officially start brewing uh, December of 2016.
2: I have an announcement.
1: Hmm. So I didn't, I couldn't actually find a date when they opened for sure, but I saw an anticipated December of 2016. So if, if we know anything about breweries that open, I guarantee that didn't happen." <laughs> So it was probably early 2017 that they actually opened. Let me do some more digging. But anyway, so I, let's let's just start talking.
3: About yeah, let's beer. talk about their beer because they now are we're...
0: their own people. <coughs> yeah, I like beer gossip though. This is fun. I yeah. know <laughs> this feels like high school again. It is. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't well, say clearer. hazy,
1: but cloudy. Yeah, I'd say
3: it's it's relatively clear. I did get the top pour on my can
0: it's like a light yellow oh, color almost I liked, lemon drop I the aroma whitehead light foam oh, yeah very citrusy very, very citrusy lemongrass yes lemongrass for sure that's the first thing i thought
4: i still get a hint of that
0: fish food thing you he were didn't rinse about. did you
4: no i totally did
5: <laughs> yeah I he did brought not. his own water i thought maybe
4: him. i'm just
0: a newbie Stuck hmm. in your nose now. Possibly. I like this.
1: I like this quite a bit, actually. Got a nice,
3: persistent head in my glass. Everyone else seems to have like a decent ring around theirs.
1: Um, I don't do the vigorous pour thing, right? Like some of you do.
3: I don't do vigorous pours. I'm <laughs> I just... looking at Sawyer. Oh, yeah, master
1: well. the surge pour. <laughs> it's citrusy. very citrusy and lemongrass some crackery notes in the back I kind of I would really like this it's a very light refreshing IPA I don't know that I'd say it's the the bitterness level is strong it says 70 IBUs which is in the IPA range
3: we have a W sitin
1: but it's it's juicy I have a
2: non-related <laughs> question Did Barbara Bush die? She's about to. (laughs) Wow. That's too soon. Super dark. I didn't pull that out.
0: Wow. Anyway, can we talk about beer? (laughs) I'm getting a little bit of raisin character in the flavor. Really? Yeah, it's like a dark fruit note. That's
1: not until later.
0: (laughs) I give up. I'm done digging on this. Yeah, I can see
4: that. Like... Kinda, I, don't, I don't get raisin not maybe like prune-ish for some reason
1: it's I don't get there. dark
3: fruit of any kind I have to I have to really dig deep to think about that one
2: Let me taste the beer
0: <laughs> Welcome to the podcast Sawyer And we don't always agree on things but I'm I'm going to stand by my my comment here You say dark I'm, I'm pulling some dark fruit notes like raisin I, with prunes. I have yeah, to after, agree with Travis.
4: Yeah, after it sits on the palate for a little while, for sure, yeah. You get the aroma and the citrusy stuff at the front, but at the back end, I'm tasting those stone fruits for sure.
1: I'm not getting it at all, even after looking for it. That's fine. Because I, I still get very strong lemongrass and uh-huh. citrus, like... I wouldn't say orange peel, but kind of a sweeter citrus not a tart citrus like lemon or lime i have to think way too hard to even imagine
3: that i taste that so i'm i'm in i'm in sam i'm on samples team here thanks
0: powers yep i'm on team pollen <laughs> <laughs> we should make shirts with your face on it that's right they probably heard yanni too so yeah fine. uh it's wait i heard <laughs> yanni <laughs> i heard yanni it's oh my
2: laurel God. no
4: I think they're messing
2: with us. It has to do with the frequency that it's played at. Okay, we're not going to get into that conversation. If it, you listen to the, go back I, and listen well, to the I, ticket.
3: I bet. I bet you thought that the dress was white and gold too.
1: Yes, okay. I did. Talking about it, beer, it's talking about white. <laughs> we're talking about beer,
2: and
3: we're back.
1: <laughs> this beer is Thanks blue for and, and gold and black. tasty. Thanks for peeking their powers.
3: Why? Thanks, Travis. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway i I think this is very refreshing um, I'm pleasantly surprised actually yeah, this is good. I didn't know what to think going into this as you know we normally do with new breweries, yeah, it's because we don't know you know are they going to have their stuff together or is it going to be diacetyl bomb or is it going to be off flavors or you know whatever <clears throat> i I'm pleasantly surprised by this i I want to reach out and get some more things from them. After tasting this. Yeah.
0: For sure. Just like intrinsic. hmm I think I'm on the different spectrum, different side of the spectrum here. Uh, anytime I get, and this is just personal preference because I like the really piney, dank IPAs, and this is far from that. But anytime I get one that's heavy lemongrass or dark fruit notes, then I think aged and old, which I don't think that's the case since they've only been around since April-ish maybe a month or two ago this comes across as an older IPA and I don't like it as much as some of the other ones we've had today see
1: when I taste this I think more new england like it's juicy
4: yeah
1: and I've I kind of I'm not in like the new england craze like everybody's talking about but mm-hmm. you know I, we've talked about this several times as our palates shift you know, when we first were were really into IPAs, we want the, the most bitter, the most piney, the most, you know, punch in the face that you can get. And I've kind of turned a little bit more towards the fruity, juicy IPAs. Yeah. I really like this. Um, I've never really been the Mosaic fan. <laughs> As, you know, it's pretty obvious. Well established. I'm kind of coming around to it. Um, still not what I reach for i would buy this again yeah i definitely would buy this again
3: it is tasty it is uh it's it's definitely got that it's
1: very refreshing
3: yeah it's it's refreshing it's got that hop character of an ipa it's got a it's got a good malt backbone
1: to it too with that like yes yeah, so the cracker notes um and it's 6.9 percent. i mean it's
3: it's a get you there beer yeah it's a get you there fast pool beer and uh, yeah, or, I can appreciate that.
1: I mowed yesterday and yeah. I have I have a six pack of RARS Dad Gum IPA. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had two of those and I felt good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this this is up there with that one.
5: Mhm.
1: I I think they have their marketing cuz you look at the can and Sawyer, what color is the can?
2: The can is the color of the beautiful sunset.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have lots of reds, oranges, yellows. Uh, and it says Texas really big on it. It's so Yella, <coughs> I think. <laughs> well, the can itself is silver. In the Texas heat, this would be absolutely perfect. It's yes. not a regular can. It I actually. Like, it is a labeled can. can. It's a regular
3: yeah, exactly. Can. It's a, it's a lab- labeled can. Very clearly, too. But regular.
1: regular. Regular.
3: I could imagine myself.
1: I, I like this. But
3: take, you know, take I've said that already. So what's our uh, accountability?
2: Yeah. So what's your poundability? ability? <laughs> I'm gonna say seven.
0: I'll stand on a six. I'm gonna go to eight. I'm
3: yeah. I'm at an
4: eight. I like what Sawyer said. Seven is about right for me. I um.
3: I want to take a day off tomorrow. Grab a six pack of this and just chill at the pool. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sounds about yeah. sounds about what I want to do. <laughs> I pound the crap out of it. Oh, Oh, thanks for joining.
1: So, uh, BJCP.
0: Ooh, this this should be fun. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Entered as an American IPA. I'd still give it a thirty-four. 34? Thirty-four. Thirty-four. See I I'd, I'd go much higher than that. That's
1: fine. <laughs> I it, saw
3: this one coming from a mile away.
1: Well, you know, and we've I mean, of course, we've had this conversation yes. several times that it, a style that you don't necessarily like maybe you end up judging more fairly because yes. you have you're forced to read the guidelines and say does it hit these? Yes. And as Travis has mentioned several times previously, when he thinks IPA, American IPA, he wants the piney resiny tree sap you know kind of thing but the style dictates a much wider flavor profile right which includes all of the things that we're getting out of this yes so even though he doesn't like it the flavor profiles are there and it is in the guidelines sure there's no flaws here there's no green apple acetaldehyde there's no diacetyl there's no uh heat None of that. I think this is a solid beer, and I'd go thirty-nine to forty-two, probably. Okay. Hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. You can't find a flaw. No. And it fits the flavor profile.
0: And we'd probably discuss it, and I'd come up a few points, but and I would probably be forced to come down to like a thirty-eight. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> well, if he's at thirty-four, <laughs> then if he comes up a couple points, you guys would be in range. Yeah. I mean, so,
0: yeah. A mid thirty beer is not a bad score. No, which is why I
1: think this is higher than that. This is a solid beer. Thirty nine to forty two. I I would argue that. All right.
0: So, I, I like this quite a bit. Yeah. Cool. So, Hop and Sting, you've got a few uh, ardent defenders. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs>
1: seriously, fun. I'm, I'm going to go buy some more uh, stuff of theirs because I want to see. You know, uh, grapevine stuff has been. Pretty good. The was the Sir William is their brown ale. That's yeah, and that one—that's an incredible beer. That,
0: that's a commercial example.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so they they make good stuff. So if the guys from Hop and Sting, you know, were brewers there, and you know they were doing the same processes and the same kind of flavor profiles and their and their recipes and everything, then I I imagine that their beer is going to be
0: top notch. Right Let's on. put it to our listeners. You decide. <laughs> Go out and buy a. Uh, version of the, the Hop and Sting, Northeast Texas IPA, and decide for yourself. And then email us at chris at brewstyles.com and tell us your thoughts. Yeah, do that. All right, <laughs> moving on. What's next? So next we have the Whistle
4: Post Electric Owl. Whistle? Whistle? Um, so the label says 8%, but um, on my digital pour app... It says, I think, um, it's for some reason taken a while to pull up.
2: What does it say on untapped? Because that's the one that's correct. Because the internet is always correct. Right. I'm well, untapped has it on,
4: <laughs> on tap has it on. digital poor is 8.7. Um, 70 IBUs. Uh, so, this comes from Pilot Point, Texas. Pilot um, Point. Pilot Point, Texas. Is Home of
3: Texas tulips.
4: Basically, just... Like northeast from Arlington about an hour from here. And yeah. maybe hour and a half. Um depending on the traffic. So I'll read you a little blurb about is
1: it northeast or northwest? North northeast. Yeah, northeast. I thought it was north of Denton.
4: It's to the east of Denton. Yes. It'd be like what Dallas is to Arlington. Hmm. Um so a little blurb about them. Uh, they write on their website, when it comes to making great craft beer, quality and consistency. Con- English is hard. <laughs> English.
2: <Like somebody laughs> a English, is
4: English is oh. And I have a full pour up in front
3: of me of this one. So, <laughs>
4: so Whistlepost Post has Ooh. on their website, um,
2: it's still east.
4: When it comes to making great craft beer, quality and consistency are the name of the game. We purchase nothing but the highest quality malts and hops from the best growing regions in the world. And we believe that in order to make great German style lager, you need authentic German ingredients. Same goes for American ales and Belgian beers. Do they get their ingredients from Rar? Hmm. I don't know. They'll never say... Probably stubbies, But they don't have anything specific on this beer on their website
3: yet. Um, you're a liar. Well, actually, no, you're not a liar. Because it's a blank, blank thing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it looks
4: like somebody dropped the ball on uh, trying to get that page finished. And it's just... It's em- also awful on mobile. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Maybe it's better on, like, a PC, but... Um, yeah this is an imperial red and it it looks pretty awesome um it it's red it's red almost like
3: it's quite clear actually (gasps)
0: oh my gosh it's pink well not quite courtney (laughs) no not (laughs) i mean
3: i might i might give you a message this is mahogany (laughs) 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 chris it's not quite there (laughs) what i will say is it's clear as
1: balls yeah it's i'd go with mahogany
3: yeah i'd say it's kind of like it's more of a cherry wood
1: it's more ruby red (laughs) (laughs) coca-cola
0: pepsi (laughs) oh (laughs) nice foamy head you know out of all the the crowlers and growlers we've had today this one has the best carbonation yes that is held in the glass for sure
1: do they just call this one Imperial Red?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's
4: uh I electric, it's a double. Oh, it's called Electric,
1: electric owl.
5: owl.
2: Yeah, the Electric Owl. This kind of tastes right like down Tussin. Down
4: to Trick Gavin. Yeah. Good stuff some Tussin. Yeah, it is bitter on the on the back end. Boom, boom,
2: boom, boom. Aroma. The aroma is. Happy <laughs> <laughs> with a malt backbone. Thank yeah. you. And it's almost
1: like an old person's medicine it does kind of have that cherry cough syrup thing it, i i wouldn't go that far but i could be convinced that it's there i hadn't smelt it yet
2: oh crap it kind of it's almost like i took my tongue and just ran it through a litter box could have used that a few beers ago. Yeah. <laughs> I we had that one. If you haven't smelt it, then you haven't dealt it. Ooh. Well, uh, <laughs> considering I have a full pour of this
3: beer, my nose was just in the beer, and I can report that it smells like drowning in death.
2: Was it? Really, <laughs> was it really in the Come beer?
3: Yeah. Uh, I I nearly died. I picked really well today. I mean, like,
2: <laughs> did you dip your nose into the
3: liquid? Did you not see the foam that was just in my nose? No, he
4: inhaled it. That's why it smells like that.
3: Yeah, uh, I'm,
0: I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna poo poo this beer. No, this one's good. I'm smelling some good. Like, uh, it, it's got the good dark malt character you'd Ooh. expect from a red but yes. it also has some pretty sharp IPA notes. Right. So that's one of the hallmarks of the red IPA is that you do get ah. a little bit of the toastier notes from some darker malts. I mean, not roasty, but, you know, toasty, a little darker. Uh, caramel certainly mm-hmm. comes through. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, you're going to get some really fat hops
2: as well. I think that this is too malty for an IPA. Mm-hmm. I think that this is a little too thick for me. That's almost identical. Wow. <laughs> You're welcome. That's so good. <laughs> I'm really not trying to do that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm going to be honest. This is like right down the middle for a red IPA for me. Like, like as far as the flavor profile, like it's right down the middle of what I would expect.
2: I mm-hmm. disagree. I think it's way too malty, sweet. I when I when I think red IPA, I'm thinking of Off with Your Red hmm. from Rabbit Hole. Yes.
1: When I think Imperial Red IPA, I think Imperial Texan. That too, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's, that's another good one. That's too. That's my go-to. That's where I based my Rancor Red off of.
0: And that one, <laughs> when I think Imperial Red, I think Tarantula Hawk. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Oh no, no Leopard! Wow. Oh man, I'm about to. I'm, I'm. So so the
3: lines have been redrawn here. So Travis and I are now on the same team as far as uh, as far as this beer, whereas me and Sample were on the same team as a lot for the last beer. So let's. This is too go to sweet.
1: <laughs> it's too sweet.
3: It's not it's not that sweet. You've got to really I, su-
1: No, I think it's real it's almost syrupy sweet. Yeah, I agree.
3: But do you need like well No, it's
1: too it's sweet. It's not that sweet. What's the A B V? Well,
3: that's eight point six point. This God. should be
1: a ten point beer. Oh, that's not that bad. If it were if we're oh, no, if it were bad. a ten point beer, then it's it would a, be so much better. I'll give you warm, but
3: I'm not no. It, it's cut it's, by bitterness.
1: No, it's too sweet. No, yeah. For an Imperial Red, it is way too sweet. Like,
2: you could almost directly compare this to Hackershore. It's so sweet. Uh, Shh. <laughs> we don't know what's coming. Oh,
3: no. Naturally. And that's our
2: weekly check-in with Hackershore. <laughs> yeah. Presented by Sawyer. <laughs> you have to
1: admit, that beer is awesome. <laughs> I'm waiting. I, no, I'm sorry. I, I can't. It is amazing. <laughs> Not even amazing. No,
0: it does have some sweet character, especially compared directly towards the uh, Imperial Texan from yes. Martin House, which that one is very piney, very citrusy, mm-hmm. something and, you
1: can get behind.
0: Well, yeah, you play Power <laughs> Hour with it, and you're going to fight with somebody.
1: Pretty sure we tried that, and I, that was that was the result. Yeah, yes. and, and
0: this one this one does have a higher sweeter sweeter connotation to it. Um, I I could use a little more, especially as an imperial, yeah. Red, an IPA, hmm. yeah. The, the hop character could be higher.
4: Yeah, yeah. I don't taste many hops and in this.
1: I do think if you dried it out some more, then the hop character would come through. It would pop Roll a little. More. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I seriously do think that this should be a ten point beer. I agree. Eight what? is not enough.
2: Nope.
3: It's a little.
1: What's a ten point beer? Ten percent ABV. Oh, okay. If they let it ferment more, or wow. or repitched or had a higher strain of a higher, a better strain of yeast, I, I don't know. I just I think eight's not enough. It's too sweet. Uh-huh. They should have fermented more of the sugar out. Mm. That's just my opinion, and I really like Imperial Reds. Like yeah. that's one of my favorite styles of all time.
4: This
2: one. I kinda... was
1: looking forward to this, and it was kind of a letdown. I agree. Thanks, Jeremy. I'm just I agree. <laughs> I tried really hard. I'm just kidding. Um,
4: <laughs> you went in there and said, "I'll have that one." <laughs> I'm no, I I tried like 7 different ones and the guy Whoa. was like, "Hey, you got to buy one now. You can't just <laughs> keep sampling." I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm getting a growler." Oh. So then he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah, the dude behind the bar remembered you. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. 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 Tell him I said, what's up? Well, I mean, I'm not there anymore. <laughs> so you can, you can go later. I don't know. As a matter of fact, I've never seen that guy before in my life. He must be new.
1: Yeah, but you tell him you're doing a podcast. I did. Yeah. Yeah, he mentioned that
2: as well. <laughs>
1: anyway. Yeah, you're um, the
2: podcast buddy was in here, too. I was, I I, was like, ah. I, I, was,
3: think, I was trying to go incognito here.
1: <laughs> I think the recipe is solid the flavor profiles are are there i think if we just dry it up a little bit more yeast or just more fermentation more fermentation longer fermentation yeah. it needs to be more bitter well the dryness of the higher fermentation level would help with that
2: oh yeah i was being over and like
1: travis said the the hop character would pop more if it wasn't as sweet like that yeah okay Yep, that's perfect. That some good overtones to it. No, <laughs> not like that. That's like coming out of all orifices. Oh. So if we were to, you know, if I were judging this in BJCP <laughs> as an it's Imperial B- Red, which is not really a style, <laughs> you, you'd you have to do a Red IPA and then list it as Imperial, which, yeah. like I said, it's imperial. not really a style, but anyway.
0: Is American Strong Ale still a style, mm. or is that from the old guidelines? Uh,
2: they're more like guidelines. It's yeah, not.
0: That. I don't remember. Okay, so is Imperial
4: just another name for double or triple?
5: Oh
2: boy.
4: <laughs> oh
1: god. Here we, there we no, go. We don't have enough time in this. Refer podcast. to
2: <laughs> IPA Imperial IPA episode or Double IPA episode. We can
1: have that discussion later. Um, all right. Let's all try right. out twenty-two B.
0: Yeah, still okay. So
1: either either or, if you were to list them, anyway, they would list it as an uh, Imperial Red. On the score sheet, I would say your base is solid. You need to ferment more. It's There's too much residual sweetness hmm. for it to fit in the style. The hop character is hidden by the amount of sugar that's in the beer. Residual. That's just me, though.
4: I'd agree. I can't taste hops. It's very much like whatever fruity flavors are coming off of it, and it's dark. Yeah. You know, it's dark pruny
1: stone fruit, dark yeah. ch- cherry, you know. It's like it's like drinking a fig newton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boom. <Pum. laughs> this is literally like drinking a fig newton. Mm.
2: I like fig Newton. It's like putting I do too. a fig Not newton beer, sticker
1: all over your windshield. <laughs> this sticker is dangerous and inconvenient.
2: <laughs> but I sure <laughs> do like
4: me some fig newtons. Two two cookies. Serving size two cookies. <laughs>
3: I wore my dirty pee pants all day.
1: <laughs> oh anyway,
3: so uh, we move into numbers. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, what's poundability?
0: Yeah, thanks, Anna. We need to move <laughs> we need along. to move
1: on three. Uh, yeah, am four.
0: I go three. Sorry, it, it's it's a it's gonna be a heavy beer. It's this the is... sweetness is is pretty full. I'm getting a lot of alcohol warm. It's, it's full I throttle, too. just like Cal wanted. Yeah. And that's what Cal got? <laughs> Shake and bake. There's another beer named 40, Travis. Full throttle. I like it. Oh, my. I like it. Um, I'm going to give this one a 3.5.
1: I'm glad I could be helping you out today. Yeah, it's, I'd say a
4: 3. It's just way too sweet.
3: It's, it's, it's heavy. It's way too sweet. And, and you know, I'm, I'm not as affected by the sweetness on this beer as everyone else at the table is. I guess that's just me um i'm not as affected by it uh i'm more noticing just kind of the warmth on it a little bit more and that's what and it's got a pretty i wouldn't say it's a full body but i'd say it's at least medium maybe medium full body it is an eight percent beer and that's nothing
0: to scoff at yeah so
3: yeah that's it's it's a low poundability for that i wouldn't necessarily say for me it's because of the sweetness
0: I would recommend that our listeners go listen to our Red IPA episode, but in my opinion, that's probably one of the worst ones we've ever done. Because <laughs> that, that was after Blue Bonnet, and we're hungover in a hotel room <laughs> so trying hungover. to record, and like we got just the recorder sitting in the middle of the table and, and yelling at it. Well, then, as we're forcing beers down. Well, then, uh, join us next week as we discuss Red
3: IPA 2.0, because we apparently need to do that again.
0: <laughs> well, Join us next week when we have better content. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or continue listening to this episode because we have more beer to try.
0: Oh, wait.
3: We have more? We yeah. have more. It's oh. like we've had four already. We've
0: had a uh, lot. Uh, this next oh, God.
2: one. God. What's next? My body's ready.
3: Can
0: we do BJCP? Next, we're moving to a new place from Bedford, Texas, which uh, I, I stopped there yesterday, first time I've been there, and I talked to them, and they have been open for exactly two months as of this week. So, we're talking about fresh beer. Mm. <laughs> and And uh, the name of it is called Turning Point Beer. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned, they're from Bedford, Texas. And the uh, the brewery is in a shopping center next to like a Goodwill kind of place. Okay. I think it started as a Goodwill, but now it's a uh, a church. Uh But yeah, it's... it's I get the idea. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> there it is. And... and <laughs> And I stopped in, but then walking inside, it's really, really open, and there's lots of, uh, they got all their tanks on one side, and they've got uh, all their beer in the middle. They have beer to go. They have growler. They do growler service. They do cans to go. And then along the outside wall is uh, arcades. Ooh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I got a flight of six, and I sat there and listened to uh, the Area 51 aliens being killed <laughs> you know the little like red, yeah. red and blue gun game that you could play at Putt Putt. Well, that's one of the reasons I love
3: going to Free Play because I live five minutes from Free Play in Richardson. Mm-hmm. I I just love going there every so often and just you know drinking and you know hitting up Donkey Kong or yeah. something. You know, yeah, they have actual arcades and I, and, and, and I'm cool. and I'm so mad that you know they opened up Free Play here in Arlington like four years after I graduated too. Oh yeah, uh, you know because I would have been all over that a regular. <laughs> Yep. Uh,
0: Sawyer has a
2: question. Yes, I do. Um, or a comment. No, it's a question. Well, I'm going to comment first and then question. Um, I'm noticing the label. Yes. Um, and and also the, the name of the brewery, Turning Point. You know, in certain school districts, uh, they have Turning Point schools, which is like alternative schooling. You know, like if you get suspended, <laughs> this is where you go. Yeah. Almost like prison. Did all the people at Turning Point get in trouble in school? I mean, because like if you look on their label, yeah, the like they have like
0: doodles, like a math yeah, problem and paper. doodles and things <laughs> like that, and it's like they don't they weren't paying yeah. attention in school. The label is very much like a eight year old drew it, uh, and this the beer is called. And I asked them how to pronounce it, and it's called Dollar Sign Texas. Oh, Dollar Sign Texas. Yes, I, I was going to say it might be I thought be Money Texas, Dollar Texas, Dollar Texas, and. it... The bartender said, "Dollar Sign Texas." It is a double IPA, and it came in cans to go. This is a eight point two percent, fifty eight IBU, one point zero seven four OG. Brewed by Turning Point Beer,
2: and mm-hmm. their their label is actually um, uh, it looks like a like like a, like a, like a wow English like a legal pad.
3: English you know, is hard. Yes, like it, is. it is. Like line or notebook. a piece of notebook paper. Yeah, line you know? notebook paper. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. Well, let's. And uh, I I talked to them, and they said they opened up two months ago, and their focus is hazy IPA. Uh, That is what they want to do well. Where's the pulp? And so... So how many different variants of that do they have? They had a ton of hazy IPAs. I got a... uh, I just wanted a flight of random stuff, and they gave me six things. Four of them were hazy IPAs. Did Mm. you tell
1: them, bring me a flight of whatever?
0: Yes. Because I was like, I want a flight... And he said, okay, boss, what do you want? I was like, well, why don't you set me up? He said, dealer's choice. I said, yes, sir. And so he gave me a flight of six. One of them was a a stout. One of them was a Mexican lager. And the other four were different variants of hazy IPAs. Well, I'm going to (laughs) say, moving to the beer, is. And I did not try this one before now. Oh, you didn't? Okay. This is a new one for me as well. Because it's hazy. The appearance is opaque as As all all get get out. Like, like orange juice. Yeah. yeah. It's opaque as balls. Put your fingers behind the glass and you can't see you through cannot. it. You cannot. It's like orange juice, very thick, very hazy.
2: Now, the question is, does it have pulp? <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: I am happy to report that this beer does not have pulp.
2: Oh, man. I like the pulp. <laughs> no,
0: no pulp. The, the beers they serve was uh, heavy pulp. All the pulp and extra pulp. <laughs> oh, good. Three different ones. <laughs> extra pulp, like, <laughs> they just throw they the pulp have...
2: in from the no pulp oranges. <laughs> they should have called it Pulp Fiction. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, Okay, so I
1: know you guys talked about Hold the label on. a little bit, but did you talk Regular? about all the things that are on the label? No.
2: Well, there's a. It, uh, I mean, it looks like it shark? was drawn
1: by a, an elementary school kid. Well, that's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah, but it, it's so funny because it says two plus two equals three. Yay! Oh, really? <laughs> That, I just, there, I just thought a, that was funny. A
0: comedian who talks about that. And I don't know their backstory. Their Facebook page doesn't have an about section. Their website, Turning Point Beer, <laughs> I think it was Uh yes, says opening early spring 2018. That's all it says. So they are still too fresh to really have a, a presence. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know their backstory, or personally know the well, and the, the fact brewers. that
1: the turning point beer on the side of the can looks like it was written by a five year old. I know, right? It's yeah. I just, I mean, it's intriguing. You don't see that because everybody yeah. is so like very, oh, our, our marketing has to be perfect and it has to be professional and it has to be. Well, no, just like ah, we're just going to put random crap on there the there. Were plenty it of like.
0: kids and families there yesterday? What well, Saturday, Saturday evening?
1: I think this is really cool. That's yeah. how I yeah, would I mean, do it's, it. It's not it's like neat. hipster, but it's like. Okay, you it's know what? Like, like, for sure, it's yeah. Like
2: that's really freaking sweet. Sure,
1: it's it's cool. It's cool. I okay. like it. Yeah, I like the label. Shoot, so Here's obviously not bad
0: either. they focus on New England <laughs> style IPAs. Yeah, which is not funny because shy. you know when we had uh um, we had the uh, the Strange Union guys in, they were kind of tiptoeing around, the very idea hesitant of making yeah. a New England IPA. And this right. this. Uh, this brewery has really embraced it, and so this is what we focus on. This is what we specialize in. So, this is certainly an example of the style, because you can't see through it. Aroma is very fruity. Yeah. Know. It's... Would it's you say scent. juicy? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'd say mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's like uh, a bubble tape.
2: It looks like orange juice. <laughs> you know,
1: normally, normally you say bubble gum is a bad thing, but in a juicy... Beer, you want it to be fruity and sweet and you know juicy.
0: <laughs> Powers, put this on our Instagram. <laughs> Take a picture in the light where like you can't see your fingers behind it. So How else do you describe
1: juicy other than the word juicy?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's just really rich and and drippy, Wet, succulent, resiny, moist, sappy, <laughs> <laughs> moist
1: it's a really good beer, beer. well yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to jump ahead but it is a good beer but uh, the the appearance is spot on
2: wet it's moist it's <laughs>
1: <laughs> aroma is also very juicy and moist
0: <laughs> I get a little bit of dankness from this so I, be, I bet yeah. they probably have some kind of mosaic in it
4: well, maybe a little yeah I can smell that
0: I will say that out of the four hazy IPAs I had from them yesterday, only one of them was super sweaty and dank. Another one was like blueberry, vanilla mixture. Ooh. Interesting. One of them was like kind of just a straight pine. Um, so, so you
1: like that one? I'm sure. Well,
0: I'm. Mean, I, I was <laughs> I was shocked to see that even though they served me four beers that looked the same, they did not all four present the same. Hmm. So mm. they, they do some different things with hazy IPAs. It's a neat idea. It's different. It's very different. Yeah,
1: I would be interested to go up there and get a flight of all of their hazy IPAs to kind of compare everything. I think that would be interesting.
0: Yeah, let me pull up a picture of their list from what I took yesterday.
1: The flavor on this one is exactly like it smells. You know, very juicy, very fruity. I do get a little bit of the dankness like Travis was talking about. It's got kind of a... It's bitter, but it's sweet at the same time.
4: It's a really good balance.
1: Yeah. I'm struggling to kind of pick up any malt backbone. If it is there, it's going to be like a real light cracker. But, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously in this style, malt is not something that you're going to be showcasing. Do you get potato chips as well? I do not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just got a potato chip. Chris! I do not get potato chip. This yeah, is good. With the New I like England this. IPA
0: you want just a really soft, pillowy. Yeah. It is it is pillowy. The
1: mouthfeel is is very pillow like.
0: It's uh, good, I like this. Yeah. So on their list of drafts they had double sign Texas, which is a a double IPA. They had extra pulp, an IPA double dry hopped with galaxy, heavy pulp, double IPA doesn't say anything more. They have a beer called A New Start, which is a double dry hopped triple IPA, huh. and it was labeled anus. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: the anus is on <laughs> you on my flight, because it's A space N-U space start. A new start. Oh, okay. They I had see. a... Uh, so you had the anus beer. Yeah. <laughs> and then they said the anus, so I bet they're, they're ticket listeners whenever ordered order that. They <laughs> had a, a beer called Hashtag Juice Bros., Double IPA with lactose and blueberry. Hmm. They had a Mexican lager called Haze Bro Tears. So what I mean, they are? They are all about the the hazy beers.
4: Yeah, it definitely looks like fruit juice.
0: Oedipus Complex, a no bake. <laughs> what? what you mean, Oedipus? Oedipus no. Complex. It says Oedipus Complex, a no bake cookie oatmeal stout with peanut butter and vanilla. Wait, Oedipus Complex, like O-A-T, with your mama? O t i p s Oedipus. <laughs> complex (laughs) okay next beer banana stand money ice cream sunday stout with cherry shake zula double vanilla milkshake double ipa and then they had a few things that were in cans not available ebony and ebony we had that at uh oh yeah i remember that yeah uh, big texas yeah yeah, i remember that they had the grumbo ipa or grumbo pale ale and uh extra pulp galaxy yeah we had that one Oh, excuse me. Uh, Snowblower White IPA and Single Hoptions Enigma IPA. So their focus is hops. Hmm. And that comes through in the cost of all the beers. Because if you're doing a big hoppy beer like this, you are paying way more for hops than you are for anything else. Yeah. So I I spent a good deal of money just for a flight and a four-pack. How much was your flight, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I left with spending $44. Dang. Having a flight of six and a four-pack to go. Oh, well, What were dang. the other two
1: cans that you got in your four-pack? You got
0: another two cents on this. your pants there, Jeremy. Oh, thank <laughs> so you. Four-pack of words. <laughs> the same beer. Yeah, and the, the four-pack's like $17, so you break it down, that's like $5 wow. a Holy can. Holy hell.
2: $4, which is which is
0: comparable, $4 a beer.
1: So here's my question. after drink After drinking like... this and talking about it, you have two more cans at home. Mm-hmm. Are you happy about that? Yeah. All right. I'll drink that. I could drink this, too. I mean, this is a good beer. I could, too. That's what I was, that's what I was saying so, before. with the last one, like uh, the the Texas, the Northeast Texas IPA, that had more of a juicy note than, than a piney note, and I really liked it. And this is right there with it. I, so I this, really do like this beer. This ranks yeah.
3: highly on our official... Um, Uh, Value Scale, sponsored by Tup's Dark Saison, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The most interesting beer you'll ever try.
1: (laughs) The Value Scale.
0: I like this. I get a little bit of like tropical fruit notes. Yeah. So it's more interesting than it is straightforward. I like that.
1: It's like, okay, so when you were growing up, did you ever mix your fruit juices in the morning? Yes. Like if you have a, an orange juice and an apple juice, you mix them together. Yeah, heck or no. Or a, a grapefruit juice and an orange juice, you mix them together. Mm-hmm. Nope, never did that. Nope. Oh man, you yeah. missed out. Yeah, I drink. I liked milk. mixing mm-hmm. grape and orange. Yes, the name's weird. Groinge. <laughs> <laughs> Grange. Groinge. But it tastes. It tastes really good because you get the tartness from the grape and the the sweet tartness
0: from the orange, and it's like you know. It was hey popular in Seattle back in the early 90s. Hey, babe. Taste my grunge. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> these,
1: these beers remind me of that. Like, this is an orange grapefruit. It's hitting the, juice.
4: the nostalgia right. button. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Uh, and I think that's kind of where people are going with these, um, you know, these fruity, juicy IPAs. It's, sure. A yeah. lot of different fruits mixed together. Like if you have a fruit salad, you know, you, you drink the juice and you have all the juices from the fruits that are mixed together to make the fruit salad. And it's it's something different.
0: Big time flavor. This is probably the lowest bitterness that we've had. Oh, already. yeah. Cause for th- sure. If you think about the finish, on an IPA, you've got like the dryness that just lingers mm-hmm. forever. It's not a finished finish. Yeah, you, you drink it, you taste all the fruit notes, and then it's it's done yeah. it doesn't linger and stick with you and and i think that's one of the hallmarks of the style of the new england ipa they want it to be really fruity really juicy stick with you on the upfront character and then just disappear so
1: travis i have to ask why do you like this one and not the northeast texas from hoppenstein
0: northeast texas
1: northeast texas <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: as far as that one it was their their hop choice yeah i agree I don't know what they did to, to, or what specific variety they chose, but I did not like that personally. See,
1: I think the flavor profile between the two is similar. It's different, but it's similar. That one was juicy without the body of a hazy IPA. This one introduces more body and more juice. This is like, this is like the Northeast Texas beer, but to the nth degree for me.
2: Ain't nobody like to eat fish food.
1: Yes, that's true. Thank you, Sawyer. Yep. See, I didn't get fish food, though, so I'm just saying. I This is a, a really good beer. I do like it a lot. I've kind of, I think, maybe gone more towards the New England IPA thing than I LA. care to admit. But both of them were very solid beers. Cool. And I think they're they're related, which is why I was... Asking the question of why you like this one and not the other one, because to me they're they're on the they're cut from the same cloth, so to speak.
4: Are y'all getting any spiciness from this? Nope.
1: And wow. I,
5: Ooh. Shut I'm down.
4: <laughs> I'm getting an immediate <laughs> like. Oh, no, this is just a little bit of like sick
2: uh, oh. sizzle. And actually, I was just answering his question. He asked. <laughs> I said no. I'm not. (laughs) Oh, my God. so
1: quick with it, though. (laughs) Yeah, it was
2: like... Because I was ready to talk. No. No.
3: Okay, Sawyer. Sawyer. Go ahead, Sawyer. Talk. Turn it down. Off. (laughs) I
4: was
2: random, but... No, I mean, I'm done. I mean... What kind of spice? No. Because that
1: matters. What kind (laughs) of spice? It's
4: like... Oh! You know, it's like that chili spice. You know, it's not like... Actually, like um, green pepper. I want the no, 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 so no, like a pepper, heat spice like a or a like an all food. spice kind of spice. No, 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 like a heat spice. Like no, hmm. just a tad, just a very little bit of like. Now, I, it I, might be from the acidity from the fruit kind of juiciness.
1: Maybe so. I, I do, I, I do see where you're going with this, and Travis, with all of your pepper beer experimentation, habanero. <laughs> with all your pepper beer experimentations, I do think this style is primed for that. I think if you have a a new England i p a that has has all the juice and 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 everything and you introduce a pepper, I think that would be fantastic mm-hmm. ooh it'd be tremendous It'd be tremendous
0: yeah I'm getting a note. I have a lot of respect for the style now. <laughs> that i've drank good commercial versions of it and i've tried to, to duplicate it on my own because i sent y'all a picture yeah a what was that of you what? forgot to put the haze in it no <laughs> i sent you a picture of basically this it looked yeah, exactly it looked like this, just like that and it yeah. smelled like it was awesome the very next day i poured a beer and it was clear and you gotta mix the keg up because yeah. it's gonna
1: settle every beer you pour you gotta shake the keg Take but they don't do that. They don't it do at
0: the bar, unless they yeah, I don't they, know. they have somebody hired in the back to just.
2: They just have a vibration a system.
0: I don't know. I mean, they did that in, in Scotland with the a, shaker song vibration back in the day. But I don't know. Uh, That'd be a,
1: a good thing to to research on how a, they they vibrated? get the haze to Make, stick.
0: Mix that with corrals. lots of yeah. vibrations. <laughs>
1: Anyway, we've been talking about this beer for quite a while, but it's great. So it is good. So poundability on the on this one. Uh, I'm going so What's
0: your poundability rating on this one? <laughs> huh? oh, okay.
1: I'm gonna say
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say
1: seven.
0: I'm going to eight. I'm going all the way up to eight on I'm, this one. I'm
1: actually I think pretty sure I said eight on the Texas, and I'm gonna say eight on this one too. <sighs>
4: yeah, it's super
3: drinkable. You know what? I I don't even oh. know. Like it's a double IPA. Oh. But it doesn't drink like one. No. It's What's super the ABV? easy.
0: It's point. I feel less heat on this 2. than I have on anything today. It's 8.2. 8.
2: I drink things and I know things. I can, like... <laughs> Thanks for that. I can drink this with All my day.
3: cereal in the morning.
2: <laughs> would you drink it in... Like, would you have beer. it in your cereal? Fruity Pebbles, yes. Like, Let's like, go. So, like, Fruity Pebbles in this beer, like... Like,
3: like instead, instead of milk. Instead of milk, milk yes. <laughs> I could drink this in a I, bowl. I could drink
0: this all day. <laughs> I could drink this on a roll. Do it. Uh, uh, Give it to me, baby. I could drink this in my socks. <laughs> wow, please don't ever say that again. Yeah. What's box. the
3: number, though? About? Nine. Nine.
1: Okay. That was yeah, a I'd long eight, way to eight get and to and nine. A half. Eight, eight
4: and a half. It's solid. Super Which drinkable. Which one? Eight or eight and a half?
0: <clears throat> it's both. It's in the middle. It just depends on <laughs> like, what you just ate. Eight point two five. So, to our listeners, if you like hazy IPAs... Then definitely look at Turning Point Beer in Bedford for uh, for your beer exploration because they're doing some good things there as far as that's I concerned. Hope. Well, that's the last one, right? No, and we got no. one more. We have one
3: more. But wait, there's more.
2: <laughs>
3: Get ready. A lot of pee noises right there. <laughs> you <laughs> thirsty, bro? I am thirsty, bro. In fresh, fact, fresh. Oh, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, because I asked what's next, and I'm actually doing what's next. Um, I'm glad I asked.
2: You are. Is that? That's
0: not how this Wait, works. What? Powers That's did- not how any of this works.
2: Did you, did you ask or did you axe? I oh, did God. things. Can we move on? I, I st- said things. Nips.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't touch my nips. Stop it. All right. Ouch.
3: What? I'm glad everyone asked. Because we're all a team here, and whatever one person on the team does, everyone did.
2: Powers, what's next?
3: It's thirsty, bro. We're coming back. Again? Again. Oh, God. We're going all the way out to Royce City one more time.
2: Oh, man. That's a long drive. Because we've
3: got we've, we, we've to see what they've got, because you know what? The last one split the table. I think I remember that. Um, I know. And t- so we've got to see if we can find one that everyone's going to like. And you know what? You know what everyone likes? You know what everyone in the world likes? Beer? Oatmeal raisin cookies.
2: It's black. Mm,
1: uh, not, not everybody. No. I know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not everyone in the world likes oatmeal raisin. Like you, you, you no. don't like. I, like the worst thing in the world is when I pick up a cookie no, that I think is oatmeal raisin and it's chocolate chip. I mean, oh, wow. Oats. It's the opposite
1: oh. it's for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oatmeal oh. chocolate chip is incredible. No. 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 She's no I'm not like, saying like that I don't like oatmeal raisin. I do. But you know, I know people that don't.
2: Oh. You know who has the best chocolate chip cookies ever? QT.
1: Actually, I was gonna say it reminds me of a wing stop. <laughs> no. Can we can we talk about the beer now?
2: I was being serious. We, well, we well,
3: I am talking about the beer because it's called Big Bro Breakfast and it's brewed with cinnamon, raisin, and walnut. Cinnamon. Sorry. Cinnamon nuts. <laughs> raisin and oatmeal.
1: Wow. What? Huh? Is it walnuts cinnamon? or is it oatmeal? It's oatmeal. Okay. It's okay. oatmeal. So cinnamon, raisin, oatmeal. Yes. And it's, so the it's an oatmeal stout. Mm. Yes, it's with an cinnamon st- and raisin. Yes. Where's Fratto? Okay, all right. That's that's what we need to know right there. So I it's was very to make dark. This fun, guys. It is very dark. I do get some ruby highlights when held up to the light. Yep. So it's it is clear, like a cherry coke.
3: It smells like an oatmeal raisin cookie.
1: No, it smells like an oatmeal
2: stout. Honestly, all I get is cinnamon. <laughs> was that a drop? No.
1: I, I just get actually, cinnamon. I, I think this is a a <laughs> cross between. <laughs> it
5: was a <laughs> it's, I'm a little dizzy. For me, it's
1: kind of a cross between an oatmeal stout and a winter spiced beer. Mm. Because when we, you know, we're talking about winter spice, it's mostly cinnamon. It's not like an autumn spice, which is more allspice and and pumpkin and and all that kind of stuff, but. Winter spice being mostly cinnamon. That's where this is leading me a little bit.
0: I agree. Yeah, I remember you you uh, you had that opinion when we had the the dark saison from Tups. Uh-huh. It's like if this were to be marketed as a, uh, a autumn seasonal or a winter, winter seasonal, seasonal, yeah, then it would do very well because yeah. of the spice content.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm feeling the same thing with this one. Okay. I do get the stout character for sure And the aroma and the flavor The chocolate notes are there The, the body is there The oatmeal eh, Usually comes across more as body than flavor You know It adds kind of a, a creaminess To it if you will um, But for me on this one I get mostly the, the chocolate roast And the cinnamon for sure
3: I can pick up some of that raisin note, though. <clears throat> it too.
1: Yeah. Now, when you first showed up today and you were talking about how when you tried this one or, or whoever at the bar was telling you about this one, it was like straight up oatmeal raisin cookie.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, no, I've had cookie beers before. Yes. For sure. Even yes. the uh, Martin House. Yeah, the Martin House. Oh, my they gosh. They are their cookies and cream. Series. That was a straight
1: mm-hmm. up cookie. Yep. This one... Good say. I, I I get there. I I get where they're going with it, but uh, I wouldn't say it's sh- straight up oatmeal raisin cookie. Yeah, it's missing some of the sweetness because the the bitterness of the the you know baker's chocolate kind of.
0: Uh, yeah, it's got roast for sure. Yeah,
1: the the roastiness kind of detracts from the sweetness you would expect from a, a oatmeal raisin cookie. It's a good beer.
0: Did we talk about appearance? I don't remember. Yeah, we did. Oh, it's it's black. Mental notes for myself as I'm writing this later. I got this. I got this. Dark brown. Ruby, it's black. Ruby highlights. Ruby highlights. <laughs> Thank you for that. Ruby yeah. highlights. Yeah, we, t- we talked about all that. Because I'm going to type it in later. And I'll yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Cinnamon. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, it's, it's a solid beer. Um, it's May in Texas. Probably not something that I would buy.
0: I don't get the cookie notes.
1: No. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't not taste don't. like it's a not sweet enough. I think that they had gone more of a milk stout route. Mm-hmm. Um, then it probably would have come across a little sweeter, like and a nitrous. smoother. Yeah, even even on nitro, it, it probably would do better.
0: In today's beer drinking society, if you claim something, you need to overdo it big yeah, time. Absolutely. So if you're going to claim cookie, then the beer needs to be. Basically, a cookie in the glass with maybe a little bit of water mixed in there.
4: Yep. This tastes more like a dark chocolate cookie, if anything. And not cookie, just dark chocolate.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's tasty.
1: Yeah. Um, It has more of the the dark baker's chocolate than sweet milk chocolate. For sure. Uh, Which is normally what you get out of a stout. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get sweet chocolate unless they add milk chocolate to the beer. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be the dark, bitter Baker's chocolate, Mm. which is fine. That's what you expect whenever you drink a stout. Right. Um, But if they're claiming cookie, which, you know, this is all Powers telling us about this beer, saying that they're going to claim cookie on it. I mean... Yeah,
4: you'll need more oat,
1: you'll need more sweet.
3: It's it's a breakfast stout that has oatmeals and raisins. Now,
1: when you think breakfast stout, Travis, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Coffee. Well, I'm talking like brewery. Oh, okay.
3: Oh, of course. It's Founders.
0: <laughs> what? Well, thinking locally. Oh, well, a, a I was about to say. Breakfast beer. Not a breakfast stout, but a breakfast beer is Martin House. Daybreak. Well, I said breakfast stout. And it's oh beautiful. Wait, Nobody so what, knows what, what he's right? talking about. No, now,
1: that right? No, Powers is right. Founders, when Ooh. you drink the Founders <laughs> Breakfast Stout. I'm going to go home now. <laughs> <see> you, later. <laughs> you drink the Founders Breakfast Stout, you get full-bodied of an oatmeal stout. You get sweetness. You get coffee. Like, that's that's something that I would drink with breakfast. Like, if I, were, if I were to just cook breakfast, I would have two beers. I would have the Martin House Daybreak and the Founders Breakfast Stout, and I would be happy with both of those
0: as a breakfast beer. I'd put on your uh, homebrew you got in the garage right now. That's just straight-up coffee. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's like, I'm going to work. I need a beer, and I'm just going to pour some coffee beer. <laughs> Um, I might dial back the coffee a little bit next time, but anyway. Why
0: is one eye closed and one eye open more than most? I don't get it. Cause I had a coffee beer before work. One beer is not going to make that happen, but anyway.
1: Speak for yourself. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> not leaking. getting the, not getting the oatmeal of the raisin. I'm getting a lot of chocolate and roast.
0: Yeah, this is more of just a a straightforward stout than a stout in which you would claim additional ingredients. Which, I'm not much which in stout would you classify way? this? Probably milk stout. It has a little really? bit of sweetness. Yeah, a, a sweet stout. <sighs> I don't get a whole bunch of like sweet milk chocolate, but I could say a little bit of a uh, lactose.
1: I think it's too bitter for a milk stout. It rides the
4: line
2: for sure <laughs> That's for That's my me. headphones. Well, I- You're pulling them off my head. It's a semi-sweet
1: stout, in my opinion. Um, I don't know that I'd go dry stout.
0: No, because it's it's, it's, not like a Guinness or a stout. No, but
1: it's it's too bitter for a milk stout, I think.
2: What about back-end sweetness?
0: (sighs) What about eggs?
1: Actually, I think if they had added (laughs) more... Did you just lick
0: my glass? Sorry! (laughs) (laughs) If they'd added
1: more lactose to this... It could have rounded it out a little bit and made it better. Yeah. This is
0: my opinion. It would kind of round the edges of it, especially since they're talking about it as being a breakfast stout. Yeah. Then you want it to be really cereal grainy.
1: Yeah. It needs to be sweeter, have more lactose. If they want to add more cinnamon or, you know, maybe ferment it with a Belgian yeast to get some of that dark fruit note, could be helpful or add some uh dark sugar some dark belgian sugar to it to add some dark fruit that could be helpful Mm -hmm. if that's what they're marketing it as um but it's a good beer if you just handed me this and said here's a stout i'd be like okay yeah that's pretty solid that's a high 30s but if you're going to claim all of these breakfast things and tell me this is a breakfast beer i'd be like ah it's kind of lacking a little bit
4: Mm. Yeah, I agree. It's a good stout, but it's not a breakfast stout.
1: No. no. Cool.
3: Hey, guys. Poundability. I was about to say that. So <laughs> what's your poundability?
2: We did that one.
4: Bangability.
2: Poundability. <laughs> Fine, I guess I'll go first. Um, <laughs> two. Three.
3: Oh... oh! I don't know where that one came from. Powers. Oh, is it my turn? Yes. yes. Three. Okay.
1: Jay? Yeah, definitely a three. Uh. Oh. <laughs> Travis.
0: Don't, don't play. It's a seven. <laughs> it's a seven. <laughs> I'm going to say this is a, s- a five. <laughs> really? My beer F- goes F- to 11. Whoa. Hey, a hey. Whoa. Hey. Uh. Calm down.
2: Okay. Yeah,
0: this a four. Yeah. It's thick. It's heavy. It's uh, it's thick. It's, it's moist. not. It, it's not what it. Uh, it's black. Is described as being, <laughs> but
1: it's a it's a good beer. It Just is not what they said it. Would, and that yeah, that's beer.
0: one of those tricky ones where it's not exactly what they what they advertise, but it's still a, a good tasting beer.
3: Yeah, I do really like this beer. I should say that it's good.
1: Like yeah. like I was alluding to before, in May in Texas, probably not going to be a top seller. Oh, well, no, probably if not. If it were December in Texas, I would totally buy this.
3: Yes, for sure.
1: Breweries don't care about the <laughs> guidelines. Well, no, but they should care about what time of year it is. Truth. Yeah.
3: <laughs> they did put this ad on tap in May. <laughs> <okay. laughs>
1: anyway. This was fun. Yeah. I like trying all these new breweries and new beers and stuff and I know. Yeah. Yeah. We had a yeah. good time today. Golly. Thanks for being It didn't take us a long all time. All new
0: beers for me today. I've never and several new breweries that I've never seen before.
1: Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of New Local Breweries. Join us uh, in two weeks. We're gonna take a week off for Memorial Day weekend, but when we come back in two weeks we have a special surprise for you. So And cheers. we
3: know exactly what we're doing.
1: Yeah, (laughs) because it's a special surprise. (laughs) Cheers until then.